Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Eckweilen. And so it's been, you know, two weeks. Lots have happened. Um, we had that that full moon. We just came off of Imbolc um, these past couple of days. And uh, here we are. Another episode, another Monday. And just going to kind of check in here. So we went to, um, we went to Megacon for the very first time ever, uh, this weekend. So, um, Megacon for those of you who are not local, um, or know what it is, it is this big, just fandom convention, kind of like from what I've been told, Comic-Con, like that's held in California, I think. Um, don't come after me if I'm getting this wrong. Um, but yeah, it is just a big convention. It's a four-day convention here um, with people who cosplay and there's vendors and there's performances and there's panels um, discussion panels and there's meet and greets with various um, actors and actresses and content creators and writers and just all sorts of stuff. So it is, it is a lot like thousands upon thousands of people come to this, um, this convention. And we decided to go for the very first time this year. And I, as you guys know, um, I love to dress up my husband and I, we go to Ren fairs. We started going back, getting back into the Ren fair swing of things, um, last year. And it's kind of grown into a little bit of a mini obsession. We try to go to all of the ones that are near us at least once while they're here. Um, some of them only run for like one or two weekends and then other ones run for like a month and a half or so. Um, so sometimes with those, we, we do go back more than once, but, um, y'all know that I love to dress up. I love, I just, I love everything to do with kind of taking on that, that different persona. So when I found out that I could dress up at, um, Megacon, I was just absolutely excited. Um, and I was wondering, like I had to ask some people that went, you know, have been to Megacon. I'm like, Hey, do I have to dress up like, as like, like a superhero, like a Marvel character or a comic character or a video game character. And they're like, absolutely not. You can literally dress up in anything that you want. And when I tell you all of the cosplays there were just absolutely amazing. I mean, some of them I didn't recognize. I will, I will admit because I'm just not part of that fandom and that world. Like a lot of them had to do with games and, um, anime and stuff, but they were, even though I had no clue who they were, their, their cosplays were amazing, but mine, you all know that I am a big haunted mansion fan, huge, humongous. Like I could just literally just stay there all day and, and ride the haunted mansion and be completely happy. Um, we went, uh, hubby and I went as characters from the haunted mansion. So he was dressed up as the butler, um, from haunted mansion. Um, kind of like what you would see if you've been there, um, what the cast members would wear, um, the, the green, like the dark green, um, you know, 
tux tails jacket with the vest and the green pants and, and all that. So, um, although a lot of people were like, you know, thought he was master Gracie, which, you know, Hey, he could have been, you know, just kind of in that like Butler uniform or whatnot, but we won't even get into that. Cause that's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down with, um, with the storyline of Haunted Mansion. Anyways, um, I went as Constance Hatchaway, Constance Hatchaway, otherwise known as the bride in the attic. And I absolutely love her. She is, she is my favorite. Madame Leota is, is right on up there. I love Madame Leota, um, in the seance room, but Constance, I don't know for me, I've always loved that part of the ride. Um, and even back when, before they kind of did the redo of Haunted Mansion, and I'm talking like years ago, um, when you would go up there and there would be no, like, I say animatronic, but she's not animatronic. It's more like video um, with her now. But um, before like all that and before she would talk, like now she talks in the attic and she's always like, you know, you know, I do, I did. And, you know, here comes the bride, you know, she says all that. Um, but before all that, before that whole kind of redo of Haunted Mansion years ago, when you would go up there, that's all you would hear when you went through the attic was a heartbeat. And um, when you got closer to the end of the attic, there was a, a dress form um, kind of in the corner and it was lit up and it was, you know, wearing a full bridal gown and veil and everything, but there was no face or anything on her but her heart was glowing underneath and it was beating. So I wanted to kind of meld the two things together. And so under my dress, I had like a red, like those fairy lights that were pulsing to look like a heartbeat. So, and I had my bouquet and hidden in my bouquet was an ax, um, not a real one. Um, it was 3d printed by the hubby. Um, but it was kind of like surrounded by the flowers. So, and it really kind of blended in because my flowers were kind of like an off white and like some grayish bluish, like roses and stuff. So, um, and the, the ax head was like a really light gray and we wrapped the handle with some gray ribbon. So, um, so yeah, so it kind of like, it really kind of blended in. It wasn't so blatantly out there. Um, but our costumes, our cosplays were a hit. Everybody loved us. I think we, I mean, I kid you not. I think we got asked to take like probably upwards of like 50 or more pictures. People were just stopping us left and right, just asking to take our picture. Um, and I mean, no joke. It was like, we would be walking down an aisle. And I don't think we walked down one aisle in this massive, massive place. And it's three levels. Um, actually it was four levels. Um, we like, we, there was nowhere in there where somebody wasn't asking us for a picture. So it was kind of sweet. And we had some, you know, I had some little ones come up to me and I had some like teenagers come up to me who loved, you know, Constance and the bride in the attic and wanting a picture and everything. So it was, it was so much fun. We had a blast um, and definitely want to go back. I definitely want to find some other things to do here for, for cosplay and such. I know we have, I think spooky empire comes here. Um, I know it's around like, um, like Halloween time that it comes, but I think it also comes in the spring. I'm going to have to look at that. But anyways, I am ranting. 
And if I don't stop, I will never get onto the topic of today's show. So um, today we are, I am bringing back, it has been like a hot minute since I have done a Tarot 101 uh, and I was starting to, you know, break down the the majors and the last one we left off with was the Hierophant. And so the next one we have coming is the Lovers. And the Lovers, actually, this card is actually my birth card. Um, so yeah, if you guys didn't know, you have a card associated with your date of birth. You got to add up all the numbers and you got to keep adding them all together until you come up with a number um, that is um, 21 or under. Um, and then you can see what um, what your your birth card is. So mine is the lovers. Um, but the lovers card is it's kind of like one of those cards that's like right on up there with like when it when when it gets pulled some people kind of like gasp, like they're, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, what is this going to say? And it's kind of like right on up there with like the Empress and, you know, the devil card and the death card and so on, because a lot of people think that the lover's card is just that, like, it's about a lover. It's about a relationship. It's about maybe something new, um, or, a, you know, or maybe, they think it's like, oh, I have to leave my relationship and find something new. So does it mean relationships? Yeah, absolutely. It means it means a relationship. Does it always mean a love or a romantic relationship? No, not all the times, but it definitely can. Um, the lover's card is about, it's kind of like about a lot of things. It's about choices. It is about, you know, dualities. It is about harmony. It's about bringing something together. Um, and, and it can also be about like allowing yourself to choose to do something, allow yourself to choose a new union, to allow something to come together. So there's a lot going on when it comes with the lover's card. And I like to look at the lover's card as that card of of, you know, making a choice, but then also making sure that everything is kind of running in balance, in harmony. Um, and also my biggest like takeaway from the lover's card is trust. It really, I really think it's a card about trust. So if you think about, if you think about things coming together, whether they are a new relationship with, with another person or they're a friendship, they're a business relationship, they are um, a creative, you know, idea coming together. You have to have this trust that the, you know, person, place, thing, whatever it is that is coming together in this union, you have to trust that that union is going to be for your highest and greatest, that it is going to support you in the ways that you need to be supported. So, you know, if you're looking at it, like from a relationship aspect, then yeah, you want to make sure that the relationship you're going into with either a romantic relationship or even a friendship 
um, that that person is that you can trust that that person is going to have your best interest at heart, that that person is going to, you know, basically treat you how you need to be treated, you know, understand you understand your, your quirks, understand your, you know, your ways of thinking and kind of help, you know, balance you if that, you know, if that is needed. Um, but also, you know, help you with, with life stuff, you know, like when we have a partner or we have like a friendship, you know, we not, we not only look at them for, those, those things that they bring us romantically or just like companion wise, but you know, we want to, we want them to, to help us in this journey. We want them to help us with choices and, and make us, you know, feel that, you know, things are in balance, things are in harmony. Um, when it's, you know, like a, like a business relationship or a creative endeavor or whatnot, we have to trust that what we're doing is, is going to benefit, you know, us, it's going to benefit whoever, whatever we are, you know, coming into union with, um, you know, we have to have that trust. And I always say like, when this, when this card comes up, um, you know, I'm going into my, my Lightseer's tarot deck here. I always love the illustration that that comes along with this with this card, because not only do you have this couple that is coming together, and you know, if you just look at at them, you know this this couple that's coming together. It, it's just you can tell that there's a connection. There's a spark. There is something there that has meaning. Um, but if you look a little deeper, um, and I don't know, maybe it's because I, you know, have ink on me. Um, maybe that's why. And I like to interpret, you know, the meanings behind like tattoos and stuff. But though the woman in this deck that I have, um, the light seers deck, um, she has a tattoo of a bow and arrow, um, on her arm and, I don't know about any of you, but if you've ever shot a bow and arrow, you know that you just can't, you know, pick it up willy nilly and just go, okay, and boom, shoot it. There's a little bit of, you know, there's, there's preparation and kind of know how on how to, you know, maneuver the thing. Um, but there's also a trust involved because you have to trust in the fact that when you release that arrow, it is going to go where you're pointing it to, you know, and it needs to go where it's intended. So it's kind of like the same thing with a new relationship and a new coming together of, you know, that trust, like you have to trust that this is going to take you where you need to go. If this is some kind of creative endeavor that you are, you know, starting, you know, you have to have that trust that whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, whatever the, the goal is, that it's going to be met. You, you know, you have the steps that you have to take in order to make your goal become a, re, you know, become a reality to succeed. You have to make sure that you're following those steps, because if you're not following them, those steps, then there's really not a harmony there. And you really can't trust that, that, 
that idea, that project or whatnot is for, you know, your highest and greatest. So this, this card is, you know, it's, it, it really is about, about a choice. You know, if you, if you think about it, it in relationships, whether they're romantic or otherwise, there's choices that have to be made. And we're, we're constantly making, making choices in, in our relationships and in our endeavors, in our, our projects and in our creative ideas, we, we have to, we have to realize that when we just kind of go deep into that trust and we allow ourselves to trust, trust the relationship, trust the process of things. Like if we're working on something, working towards something that if we trust in that, that you'll be able to, to create like this, this lasting, this lasting connection, this lasting bond, and you'll be able to grow from that. So like, you know, if, if you can't trust that whatever this new union you're involved in is going to help with your growth, help kind of bring things to light that needs to, that need to come to light, then maybe it's not the right you know, choice for you. So this, this card really is about those choices and how the choices that we make bring us that, that balance, bring us that harmony, bring us that, that trust. And sometimes you have to maybe even go a little bit deeper when it comes, when it comes to this, you, you may have to really go within maybe, especially uh, if, if this has to do with a relationship, you know, with, with friendships or uh, a romantic relationship, maybe you need to make a choice to allow yourself to do that allow yourself to have those boundaries and have heal kind of those things that maybe, maybe from past experiences in, in relationships or comings together of, of projects or ideas or, you know, business and stuff. Um, maybe, maybe there was some letdown. Maybe there was some mistrust. There wasn't that balance. There wasn't that harmony. And maybe you're a little leery about, about things. And you have to come to terms with the fact that you can do this. You can trust, you can love, you can have that, that relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or like a relationship with um, with a business or, or, or whatnot, but really ultimately with, especially with this card, the key is love of self. You know, when we're, when we're coming into any kind of relationship, whatever that relationship is, we have to remember that the key to balancing any relationship is make, making sure that we're, we're good with ourselves, and we 
we have the confidence in, in ourselves that we choose ourselves again in a relationship, we have to keep, keep that balance. We can't just always give, 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 give. This isn't the, you know, this isn't the, here's the group project and there's three of us on the team, but I'm the only one who's going to be doing all the work. No, there has to be a balance. There has to be a harmony. There has to be input from all sides. And that allows you the trust that allows you the balance that allows you the harmony that you're trying to bring in. So I like to, since I was talking about the, the light seers, um, tarot deck that I absolutely love for those of you that have worked with the deck, you know, that in the, in the guidebook that breaks down all of, all of the cards, there's like a little mantra at the end of each interpretation. And the one for the lovers is my heart is open to deeply meaningful relationships. And I expand into this union with loving trust. So there we go. Everything we I've pretty much said here, being open to things, having that harmony in those unions and in those relationships, having that trust. The biggest thing about this card is trust. And without trust, the relationships that we're, we're, we're trying to forge, the re- relationships we're trying to create, the, and they, like said, they can be relationships with people, places, things, or even just a relationship with ourself and connecting with that. It, we, we need that. We need that openness. We need our heart to be open in order to receive things. We need to have it open. You know, if you look at it from like a chakra uh, perspective, you know, you have the seven chakras that go from root to the crown. The heart is right there in the center. The heart is what connects the lower three to the upper three. And when, when the heart is messed up and not, you know, too blocked or maybe a little too wide open and, and such, we can have some issues, you know, going upward or with our, with our lower, with our lower chakras. So really surrounding around the heart is, is, is a biggie. It's a biggie. And you have to make sure that you are ready to be open there in whatever capacity this this shows up, whether it is a new romantic relationship or a new friendship or a new union or a new creative endeavor or just whatever, whatever coming together is coming your way, what other choices that you need to make, you need to make sure that your heart is open to them. So there we go. So this is going to be this week's card of the week. Focus on the lovers, see how it comes up and, you know, just, just realize that we need to, we need to have that balance. We need to have that harmony. We need to have that trust. And I thought it was kind of, you know, interesting. Well, not interesting. I really shouldn't say interesting, but, um, I kind of, I, I picked this topic since, you know, we are coming up on, um, on Valentine's day, the day of love and such, uh, next, next week. 
I figured this might be a good one to, uh, to focus on. And remember, it doesn't have to be a relationship, a romantic relationship. It can be any kind of union, any kind of coming together. And that coming together, remember, can be of you and yourself tapping into that self-love, tapping into that inner energy and working with that. Maybe in order to get that trust going around, maybe we need to do a little shadow work. You know, it's not fun. It fucking sucks. But um, yeah, just you want to tap into that self-love. Once we tap into that, then everything seems to start to fall into place. So something to think about. So think about the lover's card this week, how it, how it plays in your, in your week, in your life, into any situations that are going on at the moment. I, I did a, I did a little reading with actually an Oracle deck, uh, for in bulk, uh, and it was actually the, the Seasons of the Witch uh, in bulk oracle. And the, the reading that I did was all about, you know, coming into your spring, you know, allowing the winter to, to melt away and coming into your spring. It was really a, a reading of transformation. And I kind of can see how even the, the lover's card how that can kind of play into the reading that I did for myself and how, you know, about transformation and trust. There's a lot of, there was a lot of trust that came up in that reading. So it, it's kind of interesting how, when I pick out topics, how they, uh, how things just kind of the synchronicities just kind of fall into, into place. So, so there you go. So see where it comes in this week and, you know, let me know, reach out, you know, you reach out on our socials, whether the shop or, or the, or the podcast. I can, I can honestly say though, um, with our socials, it'd be easier to reach out to me on the shop socials page rather than the podcast. Cause I know I'm bad. I'm, I'm just not on it that much. I'm, I'm so on the shop and I'm on the shop every day. So I may just start posting all the content about the podcast there. I don't know. I've been kind of going back and forth with the, with the, uh, the, the podcast, like Instagram and, and Facebook. Cause it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot of freaking work to just post and, and everything and the content that I have for the shop. And I don't know, it's one of those things. It's one of those things I have a choice to make. So here you go. There's my, there's me focusing on my lover's card because I'm trying to figure out this choice and trying to figure out what I want to come together. If I want the two to come together or not. So there we go. You, you heard me working out this card, just kind of in real time, so to speak. So anyways, so there you have it. So thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope that you got a little bit of good, good information. I am going to go and, and relax now, uh, from this, this busy weekend that we had with the shop, having meet up on Friday and MegaCon uh, the other day over the weekend and, and Sunday, just being a day to kind of get everything done. I am beat. 
and I'm going to just go take some time to decompress. And I hope you guys can do, can do the same. So this has been a production of The Still Room, music by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget to check out our Awaken the Witch Facebook group, a really awesome little, little online coven of people sharing memes and ideas and posts about whatever. And again, don't forget to follow the shop pages. And for now, follow the the podcast, Instagram and Facebook pages as well. And we have Ray, Miss Raven. She has her own her own Instagram page, uh, great. I can't talk today. Not Raven, the shop cat. So yeah. So, uh, we look forward to, to our next episode. We'll see what that brings, but take a look at that lover's card and see where you can find some trust and some balance and some harmony this week. Okay. All right. Take care, witches. Blessed be.